0: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit slash awards. Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode. I am really excited for today. And I mentioned in last week a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today, which is basically entering a new era starting over, starting fresh, leaving things behind. We're kind of going to get into all of that. And the reason that I wanted to talk about this is kind of two things. Number one, it's spring. When I'm recording this, you may be listening to it later, and this, of course, can apply to any time throughout our lives, but spring always feels like a reset for me. It feels like the opportunity to start fresh. I begin to have a lot more energy, and my mood begins to lift significantly, Excuse me. and so I always find that it's a good time to kind of just reassess and check in with myself And the other reason is that I myself feel as though I'm going through a big shift and a big transformation, which we'll talk about today. But the exciting thing about me going through a transformation is that my online presence goes through a transformation as well. I've never wanted to be the type of person that niches myself into one category and then feels an obligation to stick to that for the rest of, you know, my time here online, My presence, this podcast, my TikTok, my Instagram, everything is a reflection of where I'm at right now. I mean, if you scroll back to the beginning of my TikTok, I've privated a lot because I cringed at myself, if I'm being honest, but I've evolved so much since that time. And in fact, I've been listening to a few old podcast episodes and the same is true for my presence here as well. Something that I've actually learned to celebrate within myself that I didn't always appreciate, I will say, is my willingness to adapt and evolve and to walk away from things and to actually trust that regardless of the effort that I put in to the thing that I'm walking away from, there's something around the corner for me. I'm not losing something, I'm evolving away from something. And that's where I'm at in my current iteration. I... I'm not necessarily evolving away from anything that I'm doing right now, but I do feel specifically with respect to my career and a few other life things, personal life things, a transformation is happening. And I think in the past, I would shame myself about the fact that I crave transformation and I crave change and I crave novelty and newness. And then I kind of realized that my willingness to follow that, to follow my curiosity, to try something new is actually the thing that I would say I can attribute a lot of my success to because at the beginning of my social media journey and at the beginning of kind of branching off and going self-employed there were so many different iterations of what I thought I would do. I started off doing some freelancing, digital marketing freelancing. I did some YouTube videos. I did some mindfulness sessions. I did a blog. And with every iteration of putting myself out there and, you know, trying something new, I learned something and I gained something. And I may not have realize the outcome that I desired at the time. But now I can look back and see the value in all of those iterations and all of those evolutions and what I learned from that and how I grew from that. So I've learned to respond to the deep calling to evolve away from something or towards something new. And I've learned not to shame myself for that. That can be difficult because I think there are some narratives that are circulating that it's wrong to walk away from something, it's wrong to quit, etc. And I've talked about that many times. We're not going to really get into that today. But what I do want to say is I've gotten to a point where I celebrate my evolution. I celebrate entering a new era and it's so it feels so good to me. And I think I mentioned this last week about how I've just been feeling really good and feeling filled with energy even though I haven't really changed anything on the outside. It's more an internal decision of giving myself permission to let go of something at least for now, doesn't have to be permanent, and to move in a new direction. I think the reason that it feels so good is it frees up a lot of the mental energy that I was spending on going back and forth and not knowing for sure which direction I want to go in even though and I've said this before quite often I know the answer deep down and I've known it for a while but you know it can take getting a little bit more evidence or getting a little bit more confidence to move away from something or a little bit more certainty and you know it's okay to need that feeling of certainty and safety before moving in a certain direction and I've Also, given myself that permission slip. But at the same time, really what I'm trying to say here is once that kind of deliberation period of should I go in this direction, shouldn't I go in this direction, or whatever it may be, once that's over and I've made a decision, I feel so much better. And I feel like I can withdraw some of the energy from whatever old thing I'm moving away from, if that is the case. And I can instill it into a new path and I think we can apply this to so many different areas of life for me mine specifically is relating to career and I'll talk a little bit about that in a moment but you could say the same for relationships you know if you have a friendship or a partnership that's really draining you and it's making you unhappy and you know in an extreme case maybe it's a bit toxic to Be in that dynamic can be really draining, like I said, but to make a decision to take a step back, to withdraw some energy, to create some boundaries, I find that it just has this effect of sort of freeing up a lot of energy. Whenever I find myself in this position where I notice that I'm being drained by something, I'm feeling a calling to move away from something or to create some boundaries or whatever it may be, I always consider where the energy that I'm losing to that experience could be reinvested. So for example, if I'm noticing that a certain friendship dynamic is very draining and it's making me very unhappy and not feel good about myself and whatever it may be, and then I consider, okay, how could I withdraw this energy? It doesn't mean I have to cut this person out, but all of this energy that I'm spending on this person, how could I reinvest that into friendships that are really... Mutually beneficial, that I feel really good about, where I feel there's good communication, etc. So that's just one example of how I see the experience of withdrawing energy from one thing and moving it towards something else. How good that can feel when the thing that we're moving our energy towards is in line with what we desire for our life. I have seen this phrase a couple of times online and it says something to the effect of are you going to repeat or evolve and it just makes me think of how we're basically always being presented with this choice and whenever i remember that that there is a great amount of choice in my life and making the decision to evolve away from something to enter into a new era is always available and for me personally i find that to be really exciting now It is interesting to be in this position of having an online presence and to also be someone who really enjoys evolving and transforming and hitting the reset button because I'm being seen evolving and I'm not sure how obvious that is. I'm not sure how much people are able to pick that up, but what I've noticed is I have a tendency to look back on previous iterations of myself and my expression and really kind of cringe. And I have been reflecting on why that is and if that's necessary and why I get the ick basically, for lack of a better term, towards former versions of myself because I really, really do. Like I look back on things that I've said or ways that I've said things and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so cringy. Yeah, and I haven't quite learned how to stop doing that because I don't necessarily want to do that to former versions of myself. I've realized that's not really the relationship that I want to have with former versions of me especially because I feel that I do evolve so much whether that's my style or my hair or the way I speak or what I'm interested in it happens often enough because I love that experience that I don't want to look back with that feeling of kind of ickiness or cringiness or even like disgust in an extreme scenario. I really don't know what the psychology of having the ick towards former versions of yourself is and I don't know if this is just me who has this but my best kind of way to neutralize that experience is I don't have to necessarily love and adore every single version and every single iteration of me But at the very least, to try to just be neutral and to look at past iterations of myself as absolutely essential and absolutely crucial to getting me to where I am now. And without those iterations, I wouldn't be in the position that I am now. So I have to be grateful or at the very least neutral towards every single iteration of me and because I'm someone that is you know pretty experimental I think it's okay to try on different ways of being to play around with different identities and to not necessarily need to kind of get really embedded into that identity if that makes sense something I really noticed about myself recently is when I feel myself becoming very engulfed in a certain identity, I that's when I start to experience that kind of withdrawal of like, no, this feels a little bit too confining and I want to kind of take a step back, recognize that just because I resonate with a certain aspect of something, like let's say, for example, spirituality, I don't have to Invest all of my identity into that category. And this kind of brings me to my next point, which is the evolution that I'm currently experiencing. And it's kind of hard to explain if I'm being honest. But what I will say is, you know, if you're a listener of this podcast and you have been for a while, that I struggled for a period with my mental health. And that was kind of the catalyst for starting this podcast was to talk a little bit more about that experience, to talk about some of the things that helped me and to actually provide an example of someone who their mental health was basically at rock bottom. I was having daily panic attacks. I was really struggling to get through the day without being crushed by anxiety. And now that is not my experience. Something that I observed when I was first going through that was I just felt like the narrative seemed to be that this was something I was going to struggle with for the rest of my life. And that didn't feel very uplifting to me. So I wanted to be an example for myself, even going through that journey in real time, that I could be well, I could get back to How I was feeling before, and I could manage the anxiety and I could make changes in my life. Now, the big catalysts I would say for sort of healing that anxiety did involve quite a few lifestyle changes. I really completely changed my career path, I significantly reduced the amount of partying and specifically drinking that I was doing. I moved to a place that I could really access nature a lot and I also really resonated with a lot of different mindfulness practices that I continue to use in my life, but what I began to feel was that once I reached this point of feeling really good, feeling like my mental health has gotten back to what it was if not better before I had this experience with anxiety is I couldn't really keep reliving that experience with anxiety and I feel like for where I'm at right now I shared all that I have to share about that topic and I've just had this experience that I know I've talked to a few of you about with the whole realm of spirituality and wellness and even the term healing comes up where I'm kind of ready for it not to be such a focal point in my life because, and I've said this before, sometimes when I buy in too much to the whole realm, I overcomplicate things for myself and I don't allow myself to evolve into new chapters where the type of maintenance that I needed when I was really struggling with my mental health can maybe be reduced a little bit. I've always been a very reflective person and I will continue to be and I will continue to be interested in conversations about mental health and about spirituality and reality creation and all of these things that bring me so much joy and That I truly adore talking about but someone DM'd me recently and they kind of spoke to what I've experienced at several points which is this experience of sort of overwhelm with that area of life of feeling like I need to be doing everything I need to be doing all the right journaling practices and the meditations and everything. And I've reached that point several times in my journey where I've recognized that I'm a little bit overwhelmed with all of the things that I feel I need to do. And actually dialing it back a bit has really been supportive for me. So the reason I guess that I'm sharing this now is that All of these topics have been a big focal point for this podcast and for this space in general for pretty much the whole duration of the podcast, but I've started to feel a calling to start to talk about new topics like friendship and dating and moving to a new city, and the reason I feel really good about moving in that direction and opening it up a little bit is, number one again, it's a reflection of my personal journey, but number two, I get really good feedback from episodes of that nature. And I think I'll always be someone who infuses every single episode with aspects of my own perspective and reflections that I have and reframes that I think aren't necessarily discussed quite as often. But I guess I just wanted to share with you that I'm feeling this. It's a really positive thing. I'm feeling this moving in a new direction. I'm feeling a closing of a chapter with respect to my mental health journey. Now it doesn't mean that that journey is over. I think I'm just entering a new era and I'm really excited about that and I'm excited to see what comes of this next chapter. Now The other kind of element of my evolution in my new era is you have heard me say many times that my focus as it relates to my life and kind of designing my life and my character has been career and finances. I feel like I'm kind of starting to slowly move away from that because I actually feel like I'm in a really good place now, which to me is a testament to the fact that Intentionally focusing on and shifting areas of our life and redesigning them that we don't necessarily feel great about or that we have a lot of limiting beliefs about, it works and it has worked for me. And I'm excited to see where else that takes me. But again, it's kind of now we enter a new phase. And I've heard this being referred to as the maintenance phase before, where I feel like I've done most of the heavy lifting in kind of shifting my beliefs, shifting my character, trying out something new, expecting something different from reality, and I think that will continue to evolve as I evolve, but... Like I said, I think most of the heavy lifting there feels like right now is done. And so I guess the question that follows is, what's next? For me personally, and I don't know what this is going to look like in the immediate future because it's kind of a bigger, more unfamiliar area that I'm not really touching on day to day, but it's actually family. I've been really feeling pulled to start a family at some point in the next couple of years, which I've always wanted to do, but I've never really known when. And also house and home. I have never really had the desire to have a house, but I think with this new evolution of moving towards a family and having children. I think that's why that comes into play. Now, although I said the chapter of money and career kind of closed, I will say that being 100% honest, I cannot afford a house from where I currently am. So I'm going to need to get creative and kind of open up to a new... Maybe a new income stream, I'm not sure. But let's just say I have this desire to have a house eventually. I'm not sure how I'll get there, but I'm really opening, opening up to seeing how that could happen. So you heard it here first. That's kind of the next evolution, let's hope. The last prominent theme that I was feeling in this new era that I'm entering is to shift the way that I relate to my online presence. I have really... And I've never really spoken about this in depth, but I've really struggled with it at times in terms of being obsessed with the numbers and being obsessed with validation and not valuing myself as a creative person when things were a little bit lower. And, you know, it's been years of feeling like that cycle and that way of seeing myself and that relationship with social media has not been... Very healthy for me, but it's only recently that I feel like I actually have severed that relationship and I've started fresh. I've reconnected with my creativity. I've reconnected with why I enjoy creating so much. And yeah, that's feeling really good. That's feeling really positive. And along with that experience of shifting my relationship with social media, I also feel like my new era is going to involve and evolution and the type of ways that I express in the things that I talk about. And I don't really know what that will look like yet, but I'm very open to seeing where that will take me. Interestingly, I had asked on Instagram if anyone else felt like they were entering a new era and it was like 98% of people said yes. I actually didn't expect that. And so my follow-up question was, you know, tell me a little bit about your new era. And then of course I asked for submissions via the anonymous link that is also going to be in the description for this episode so i'm going to read out some of the answers and i haven't really even had a look over them yet so i'm excited to read them out so let's start with this one lately i've just been feeling so much more connected to myself and others i feel like the subtle work and behind the scenes Thoughts are slowly becoming integrated. I've never been too social my entire life. I've been on the outskirts of social groups and have been really deeply craving more female energy. And they say, I'm, I currently live with my partner. I've been slowly building more friendships. People have started reaching out to me more. Overall, just feeling so grateful. I can definitely relate to what this person's saying. I mentioned in the friendships episode that my attitude towards friendship and connection has significantly evolved as well. And that has been such a nourishing area of my life. And I'm so grateful to be, to be back in a place where I am really connected with people after for a long time, feeling like I had to kind of cocoon myself. And so I definitely understand that feeling of comfort and gratitude of having those connections. And for me, That's become one of the most important things to me. Okay, another person said, I'm in my childhood era. I got a switch a few months ago and it has sparked the joy of childhood that I've been missing in adulthood. I have the biggest smile on my face reading this. I've been watching more animated shows, Studio Ghibli, playing games, less self-help. It has brought me so much pure joy and lightness. Okay, this is really interesting. Both of these are like very accurate to me as well. And especially this person saying less self-help. I went through a phase, I want to speak to that for a minute, I went through a phase where I would not read anything that was fiction, I only wanted to consume content or entertainment that was what I thought to be productive or helpful, and I just reached this point where I felt like everything had to be bettering myself in some way, and I realized like, I never did that as a kid, and I was okay. And what are the things that I enjoyed as a kid? And again, like, I think that there's a time and a place for self-reflection and self-help, but I do think that it can become overwhelming. And I certainly reached that point. And to reconnect with just things for the joy of it, things that don't necessarily feel like they have to be super productive, that we can just immerse ourselves in, that don't have to be super educational that can just be for the joy of it and for the sake of it. I also want to just mention that I feel like kind of what this person said about the childhood era, I also have experienced this recently within the last couple of years where and I've mentioned this before, I was obsessed with being cool growing up, so I let go a lot of I let go of a lot of what I Had considered to be nerdy interests so things like playing video games or you know animated shows or I was obsessed with Lord of the Rings and I like didn't want to admit that for the longest time and there was just a lot of things that I thought didn't match the identity of cool that I wouldn't let myself do and the joy and I think part of the reason I had such a smile on my face reading this the joy of reconnecting with those things is unmatched so it's really lovely to hear that other people are experiencing that same thing even though it may not be exactly in the way that I have. Okay let's read another one. It says, after finishing work on a very long and very stressful production as an artist I felt my priority shift. A lot of my coworkers moved on to something bigger and better and whilst I was hurt, not to find myself in their shoes, I all of a sudden felt a weight lift off my shoulders. I felt for the first time in my career that I had freedom to go wherever I wanted, to find myself outside of my job again, a new direction and path that I would carve out and would be my own. No steering to where I think I should go or letting FOMO control it, just pure exploration, fully and unapologetically me. I love this and can relate to this very deeply. When I left my career path as a consultant and then again as an operations manager in both of those decision points I felt that I could see the future that laid ahead of me and the success that I could achieve and even still it wasn't worth it I then even after making that decision felt a little bit of I guess, jealousy towards friends that I saw continue down certain paths and become very successful. And as soon as I would feel that, I would just remind myself all of the feelings that led to me making the decision to walk away. I think sometimes when we're on the other side of the decision, we forget those feelings and it's the classic grass is always greener. But I totally understand what this person is talking to, but the freedom to go wherever we want. And To be in that position is such a beautiful, amazing position to be in because we can carve out our future based on what we desire, not necessarily just because we feel obligated to continue doing something or we've committed a certain amount of energy into a career path so we have to go on. We can start over and... Carve out that new direction, and like I said at the beginning of the episode, I don't believe that anything is ever a waste. So, although it may feel like a complete blank slate, we bring with us all the lessons that we've learned perhaps in that career or whatever it may be. And I like that this person said, not letting FOMO control it in this case, the fear of missing out on a certain type of success if we don't go down a certain path. Because, again. I think that this person could probably relate to the experience of what I experienced, which was no amount of success for me would have been worth staying on the path that I was on because my mental health was at an all-time low and I was really struggling with that. So it didn't matter and it doesn't mean that we won't find that same success, if not more, by going down a path that we actually feel good about. And it's really important to me to continuously remind myself of that. I have proven to myself, I had a hypothesis that just because I was walking away from something that offered a certain amount of success and I was making a choice to create more freedom, more creativity, more flexibility in my life, that didn't mean that I would forego material success altogether. From my experience, there was a period where that did decline, if I'm being honest, and I had no income and not a lot going on in that realm. But that was an essential part of my journey. And now I'm at a point where I'm back to what I was making before financially, if not more. So I think it's really important to challenge the narrative that if you make a choice that is better for your mental health and better for your well-being as a whole, and that will provide you with more freedom, that that means giving up the material success that you see people who are continuing down that path experience. Okay, another person said, I've had quite a dark and long winter, both literally and with my mental health, but this phase has really allowed me to understand myself on a deeper level. I'm learning how to be a friend to myself so I can hopefully make better and more positive decisions in the future. This spring is all about healing, having my own back, learning to trust my gut, and finding my voice. Also, getting comfortable with my alone time. You're in the right place. I'm excited for the future for the first time in a long, long time. Wow. First of all, what an amazing feeling to be excited for the future. I know what it's like to not be excited for the future and just to be, you know, getting by. And that makes me very grateful for the experience and for the feeling of excitement and joy to be alive and I'm excited that you're experiencing that and that you're getting comfortable with your alone time. I know for me, my darkest times as well were some of the times that I became a lot closer with myself. And it's really hard to be in those times and see the value in them. But I've always been able to, after the fact, look back and kind of understand in a different way and it doesn't make it any easier when you're in it i don't think really sometimes there's nothing that can make those dark times feel less heavy but it's kind of like the seasons and i always remind myself of that is there's value in winter there's value in spring summer and fall and when we're going through a personal winter it feels like nothing's happening it feels dark it feels heavy but to then experience the spring on the other side of that winter, it just feels that much better. So I'm really excited for you. Okay, let's read another submission. I'm loving these, by the way. This person said, I'm moving from Vancouver Island to ireland to go to law school recently turned 26 and wrapping up seven months of traveling overseas I fell in love with someone and I don't know what will happen He lives in another country and I don't know how he feels but lots of changes beginnings and endings feeling at peace Knowing that I have myself through it all Hoping that I lean into everything that's coming and that things fall into places. They're meant to first of all This is so exciting. This actually kind of reminds me of my story with jamie where we met and you know I would say that I knew that I was falling in love with him very early on and shortly after that we kind of parted ways to do our own traveling we had already had those plans and we kind of we were together and we were exclusive but we didn't know what would happen and similar to what you're saying I just had this like deep trust that things would work out in the way that they were supposed to and it was a new feeling for me so I was just hopeful but also very unattached for the first time I think ever just to seeing how things would go and seeing how things would unfold and it all unfolded very easily it was the easiest relationship that I had ever entered or been in and it was Yeah, it worked out, so I hope that it works out for you as well, and I think that's so exciting to be starting fresh, going on a new adventure, so yeah, I'm excited for you. Whenever I'm editing back these podcasts, by the way, I realize that I repeat words a lot, and I'm already sensing that I've said excited a thousand times, but it is what it is. Okay, we're going to read one more, and it says... I feel like I'm entering a new era that revolves more around self-expression, creativity, and authenticity. I feel pulled to try more new things and to live a bit more independently. I've also been feeling a pull for a bigger life change, like moving, a new job, etc. Something fresh and exciting as I feel like I've been in a rut for a while. I can really relate to this last one in that specifically the way I relate to it is the desire this person said to live a bit more independently and at times for me that's been just independent in my own beliefs I've felt like this person said a desire to be more creative be more authentic to myself and part of that has involved looking at the narratives that I've been surrounded by and ones that have kind of been holding me in place to the point where I feel ready to move away from certain beliefs and narratives and just deciding for myself, like, where do I want to go? What are my ideas about life? What do I want to play around with? So it's cool to see some of you speaking to that and feeling that pull as well. And it's also really cool to see some of the parallels and many of the parallels between my journey and yours. And I'm sure people listening to this could really relate As well. I think I will leave today's episode at that. Thank you again for sharing with me. Thanks for being here for so many different evolutions of me in this space. I can't wait to see what comes next. And if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, again, the anonymous link will be in the show notes. Keep an eye out on Instagram for a prompt for next week's episode. And if you want to share, then I'd love to hear from you. So once again, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here and I'll see you in next week's episode.